Yeah, so I was actually I was I was having a chat to to Alan Rickman the other day. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just, just sort of saying, you know, how's how's it going? How's the how's the acting? How's the how's the industry? You know, obviously not in Harry Potter anymore, but you know, you know, how's he's not how's the career going? Sort of after that, and yeah. So the guy who played um, Snape, uh, you know, he was a renowned actor. Yeah, before. Alan Rickman. Yeah, played, played Snape. Uh, so yeah, he was saying you know not not too bad, nothing nothing on the cards at the moment. He's sort of take, taking it slow, you know. He's getting a bit older. Um, so I don't know if we're quite on this. Uh, Alan Rickman, Is yeah, it, you're right. saying that you yeah, yeah. Alan, Alan Rickman. So, yeah, when was this? You was talked last to him Thursday, sort of. Uh, yeah. So he's saying yeah, you know, reasonably reasonably good. Um, just sort of just trucking along, you know, picking up a bit, a bit less now. Um, just sort of just just doing passion projects, really, just things that he wants to do, and so. Right. Yeah. So, sorry, Alan Rickman. He's yeah, that's right. Yeah. He's dead, isn't he? Is he? I'm a motherfucking woman, baby, alright. I need a man to be holding me too tight. I'm a motherfucking woman, baby, that's right. I'm just having fun with my ladies here tonight. I'm a motherfucker. Hi there. Welcome to uh, what we call the even worse idea of all time, a, a podcast in which, uh, well, we discuss a film each week. Guess what, guys? The film doesn't change each week. We're watching Bad Mums 2 slash A Bad Mums Christmas once a week for 52 weeks. What? This week, we've watched it for the 26th time. We're halfway through. Oh. My name is Jamie. My name is... Oliver, Jamie Oliver himself, is in the studio. We're uh, going to be telling you how to roast a meat. Tell you who's not in the studio, Alistair, our third co-host, who uh, well told us that he was going to be away this week. Doesn't seem like he actually is away now, um, but but uh, t- timing-wise, it, it didn't work out anyway. And so we're, it's just just Oliver and me this week. Uh, we've had a, had a little watch on our, on our own. We, we've still come to, to Alistair's house to, to record. a little watch. There's every chance he could actually come in partway through this recording. Yeah, the, around this time is usually when Alistair would, would enter. It would feel uh, so re- really odd. If he does come in while we're recording this, we will ban him from speaking because he won't be allowed to discuss having not watched the movie. He's still, he will be watching the movie. Yeah, he's still back in that cold, dark place of 25 watches. Remember those days, Jamie? I do. Tell me what, feels like a couple of hours ago. Never really. Realized I was living in such ignorance, but now everything's become clear as a crystal. I can see clearly now. The rain has gone. <laughs> I don't, the curtains are closed. It could well be still could, raining. It out could there. be raining from the sounds. I think it's not. I think the day's really cleared up. It has been raining today, though. Absolute sunshine just pouring through before, mm-hmm. feeling nice yeah, and hot. When those, when those clouds parted and that sun came through, uh, I was not dressed for this. Lovely. I had a coat on. That's the thing. I was wearing several layers. It's, not, it's been very cold. It's not what I wear in the sun. If you're an American listener, uh, as you are statistically, uh, yeah, well, you, you, I can confidently probably, state you are an American. You're probably heading into uh, heading into to, to more warmer weather. Uh, but but here in New Zealand, yeah, first day of summer, on the different side of the the globe. It's getting bloody cold. So it's winter. First podcast of the winter months. Oh, actually, yeah, because it's the first of June today for us. And yeah, so this is prime. We are feeling the feelings that those bad mums were feeling mm. in the Christmas two thousand seven. We finally got there. We've got that winter two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. <laughs> 
2017. My God, that decade went fast. <laughs> Mate, I meant 2017, right? Yeah, if you're right. going to pick me up you. on every little mistake I make, no, that would no. be much appreciated, actually, because we learn from our mistakes. Absolutely. I promise you I will learn from my mistakes. What is that? Fix you. That's right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I have some uh, connection to that song. <laughs> have we told that story on this podcast? No. Should we tell that? Yeah. Uh, so Oliver and I and Alistair, we all went to high school together. Uh, and we went to uh, a Christian school. Uh, <laughs> For the best Christian boys. <laughs> uh, none of us are particularly religious, but um, that was sort of, you know, that, that was the, something we had to acknowledge in going to the school. You know, there, there are there is going to be some some religious teaching here. Yeah. It's, you know, it's Haven't fine. spoken to Alistair today. He might have found faith, so let's not speak <laughs> for him. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, fair to say, you know. We weren't necessarily too into that vibe, you know. We we, we appreciate it and, and, you know, accept that it has its place. But, you know, you know we're just, just living our lives, not, not just going to school. To, not our speed. Uh, but so we went to a, a religious school. Uh, and during... Uh, Do you know what my speed is? Was it the drug speed? <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> I was either going to say that or I was going to shout, 70 kilometres <laughs> per hour! <laughs> I like option B, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, No, but we went to a school where in assembly occasionally they would would get us to sing songs. Uh, And, you know, they weren't... They weren't... They weren't always religious songs. No, that's the thing. We had some, you know, full-on Christian stuff, but often it's just a little pop song. And so one time... Just a lovely little sing-along, just to to, reinforce in us the joy of singing. And it's like, yes, I can get down to a bit of this, bit of Bruno Mars, bit of Casey Perry, bit of Coldplay. Did we sing Bruno Mars? Uh, I don't know, but our tutor group did a lovely rendition of the Lazy Song, but we cut out the line about sex. Yeah, I thought you would. You know, we said, had some really good sandwiches. Did you actually do that? Don't think so. It wouldn't fit the meter, but but I hope so. Uh, I think we just said, had some really good, and then like did a wink. I was wearing a scarf. God, I was good. You said, did a wank for a second. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like we we were really losing the talent show. (laughs) I I had to do something drastic. We've taken out the the, the lyrical references to to sex sexual activity but um, physically we took them out because we feel like we could better portray them through the body (laughs) specifically my wang anyway I feel feel like I've gone way off piste here that's Uh, (laughs) alright so yeah they they, they got us to sing songs and one time they got us to sing the Coldplay song Fix You fine fairly well known song lovely little sing along we know that song I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to a good sing of it Uh, and it was you know going as planned as usual throughout most of the song however on the last the last Last few lines. You get there, you're getting real pumped, real into you the know, song. You're expecting the last lines the to last be, line, and I will, I will try to fix and I will you. I'll try to fix you. Uh, very much the theme of the song. But then uh, they, they tried to put a little uh, little Jesus spin on it. Just because, as as uh, you know, it should be added that as we were singing it, the lyrics were being um, projected. Oh, they, they were up on a, on a, on a so we, we knew what to be doing. We, you know, we know it, but we're, we're reading them off the screen. Uh, and then and then what did what did we come to see for the, for the last line? They changed it to I will try to fix you to He was born to save you. Absolutely, we, we were taking it back. What they wrote? That's not what Chris Martin wrote. <laughs> Have some fucking integrity and stick to the song. It's not about that. 
And I think, you know, obviously because because we weren't told that this was going to be said from the beginning, I think there's just sort of general confusion. It just sort of came up and it's like, oh, that's definitely a lot of lyric, <laughs> but it's written there, so maybe we should sing it. Yeah. Or maybe we should do what it properly is. And I, I don't know what I opted for. Meaning the last sort of... I'm pretty sure I did really loudly. You know, I was a bit obnoxious, I guess, just shout, you know, the the actual lyric just to be like, I'm having no part in this sort of, yeah. sort of, sort of <laughs> altering history. But the man that, that, that ran this sort of sing-along um, was, a, was a music teacher <laughs> and because I, I just tell another little anecdote. yeah i know where this is fucking going uh, so i was quite involved in the in the performing arts uh through high school all right mate I don't mean to brag on it, but I actually... Uh, don't know if anyone heard. At, um, at the Globe Theatre. Oh, right. Sorry, no one had ever uh, spoken about yeah, that. You know, sometimes, you know, I'm not sure if I've brought that up or not. No, look, Jamie is a real talent and a real joy to work with. No, thank you. You too. Uh, and so once I left the school, uh, they sort of had uh, they had uh, the 50th Jubilee for the, for the high school. <laughs> the events were not related. Uh, <laughs> when I, as soon as I left, they had a big old Jubilee. Yeah, but 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 it was that was the case. I had left the school when the 50th Jubilee happened. Uh, and they said, we're going to yeah, put on a bit of a show. We're going to get sort of, um, you know, past and present students of the dramatic arts and, and performing mm. arts and you know, music and, and acting. We're going to get them to, to, you know. Must have lost my invitation in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I said, let's let's get some people back and, and we'll put on some performances. And, we, yeah. you know, great, great idea. You know, it'd be, be great to, to have another crack at, at the stage. Uh, and, and this was to, to a paying audience. You know, my favourite crack. Show, if you will. 70 kilometres <laughs> per hour. That's your peak. <laughs> Um, and so, and so they said, "Well, you know, let's put on this little show." And we're paying audience. I'm not sure if the proceeds were just to the school's pocket or to charity. Um, Maybe a bit of both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and um, so, you know, we, we, things were going fine. It was a little bit rough around the edges. We didn't have too much uh, time to, no. to to rehearse. And uh, actually, I'll tell one thing that happened during the show. The ma- this isn't part of the main story, but actually, what one a man sort of got up to do some drumming, and he was talking to the host, and he said, "So, what have you been up to since you've uh, since you left the school?" And he said, uh, "Well, had a few rough patches. Actually, uh, had a really bad drug problem." And then the audience just sort of went silent, and he said. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, yeah, but no, I'm, I'm back to the drumming now, man. I'm, I'm, I'm all good now." <laughs> he said, "Oh, yeah, re- real talk, eh?" Yeah, that's... and then just sort of moved on. That's not the. That was just a little bit. It's important to be main, honest. Uh, I, I feel that's good. Not the vibe, but it's you know. But towards the end of the 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 show, you know, that the music teacher who rang the singing and assembly came up and said, "Well, let's try that. Let's try that here in front of a paying audience. Let's get everybody singing a song." So he decided that the song that, that everybody was going to sing was uh, was the song "Happy" now, by this Pharrell. Is, this is the year twenty fifteen, right? Yeah. That song came out late twenty thirteen. Yeah. It had run its fucking. <laughs> yeah, it course. was definitely not at its uh, peak of inescapable for so long, and then finally you get into twenty fifteen. You think, all right, all right, we're we're free. But this was the teacher that once told us in 2014 that we should do Gangnam Style. So <laughs> clearly yeah. he was not one with that. Uh, bit late to the um, yeah. Harlem Shake as well, if I, if I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, many music faux pas committed. <laughs> uh, but so, you know, he said, yeah, let, let's get everyone, we're, we're going to sing Happy. And everyone was sort of like, oh, I guess that could be, <laughs> yeah. I guess that could be all right. Um, and so he sort of came down to the front row where a lot of us who were performing were sitting. We were sort of all sitting in a group to, to go up on stage, you know, to be, to be readily... Uh, accessible to the stage and he sort of was like you know come on you guys you guys are going to get up on stage and you're, you're going you're to be a sort of champion this you're, you're going to be singing the song come on get up get up here now um 
and he sort of came along. People were, you know, everyone around me was sort of, you know, cautiously getting up and going, all right. But then it came, came to I, I was not feeling this. I did not want to get up. and I don't sing in front of people. Uh, I didn't want to sing the song. I didn't really want to have any part of it. <laughs> so he came to me and he sort of said, come on, come on. And I just looked him back dead in the eye and said, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and That's stayed, full on and from stayed you. sitting down. Yeah, well, I was just kind of, I wasn't having, I, I didn't go to the school anymore. So I didn't feel yeah. any repercussions. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't no. want, I was like, no, I'm not under any fucking oath to get up there and uh, ruin my reputation, which is um, <laughs> very carefully curated. Uh, and so, so, you know, a group of them got up there and, and a, um, a reasonably good acquaintance of mine uh, named Luke, who's been uh, hanging around in the podcast before, uh, he, he sort of went up there and he was he was given a microphone to sort of sing along to the song. Uh, and you know, everyone was looking pretty sheepish. No, not sheepish. Sheepish. No, 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 no one really wanted to, to commit to this. But the song came on, and Luke didn't really know the first lines of the song, so he just sort of went, <laughs> and it sort of, and so basically it, that sort of set the tone for how the song was going to go down. So it was just sort of this really lacklustre performance of Happy Gong for a couple of lines. After which, you know, clearly it wasn't picking up steam. So the, the music teacher came out and said, he stopped. He said, No, 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 no. We need enthusiasm. It's not going to work if you're not going to be enthusiastic. We need some energy. Oh my God. Th- this is in front of a paying audience. We went oh. in assembly. Like, <laughs> this was an audience that they were stopping the show and saying, No, be more excited. And uh, yeah, and so after that, they you know they started it again and managed to sort of to run through it. But it's it, your fucking job to was, excite people in the material. You shouldn't have to. It was so. Because no one knew. That it, was, it wasn't because it was so poorly rehearsed. No one knew this was coming, and no one was. And so it basically just turned into this really awkward moment where an audience watched as a music teacher sort of oh my God. angrily tried to get people to sing the song happy. It's like in the other sections of the arts, like if he did that during like a comedy skit and someone didn't <laughs> laugh at the right bit. No, 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 you guys start that again, audience. That was the funny bit. All right. It's like fucking hell. You, yeah, it was really You great. get your energy from what's happening on stage. You shouldn't be forced. Yeah. Is, I wasn't there, but it was <laughs> such a bleak and, fucking uh, picture you paint. Luke, Luke gave me a ride home from that event, and um, I remember saying, "Look, I'll give you some, I'll give you some gas money, Luke." <laughs> and I had, I had twenty dollars in my wallet, which was probably like was just quite a reasonable amount for just like a ten minute drive. Yeah. I said, "Look, you just take that." He said, "No, no, no I can't." I said, "Look, Luke, you've yeah. been through enough today. You, you, you need that. You take that. You take that to buy yourself something nice." And uh, so that was that. That <laughs> was just my little tale about. No, that's good. Um, uh, look, I suppose 15 minutes in, we should probably talk about the movie. Are we 15? Uh, yeah, we are 15 minutes in, yeah. Ah, getting lost in the old past. Yeah. Um, Our shared little history. What did you think of the movie this week, Oliver? Yeah, fucking loved it. It's, it's <laughs> 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 no. Uh. Uh. <laughs> no, do go on. <laughs> it's 
it's in my it's in my top five watches of all yeah, time. It wasn't it really? Bad. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say top five. <laughs> Twenty. To be honest, I can't keep tracking. From it's the like start, when five. you were having one of your this movie's so bad moments that we usually have, and that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I was genuinely laughing at the content of the <laughs> yeah. film from the very beginning. You were like, the first scene was so pacey. They upped their fucking game. They brought this energy that has been lacking for so long. Yeah. They've been coasting, and I was just like, boom, 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 gag, gag, gag. She's like, uh, there's this great bit. Um, the kid goes, um, I heard you and, and Dad in the room, and and I thought you hated him because you were shouting at him, and you were shouting, oh, fuck. And, and that's, not the, that's not the line remotely. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird because you're trying to do this sort of earnest telling of what happens in this scene, but it's the same. Like, it's weird hearing you explain it as if you've seen it for the first time when we've seen this 26 times. So she says, and, sure and you discussed. said, fuck. And then the mum says, no, um, that I didn't say that. That didn't happen. Says, and the kid said, said, no, oh, you said it so many God. times. And then he said, no, it was um, just telling telling him off. And she said, no, oh, my fucking God. You've, you've put That's <laughs> not at all what happens in this thing. Yeah. I, I, maybe I'll need to give it a, a few more watches to really get yeah, to grips I, with I think, yeah. what's going on in that scene. Did you have a, a shining light this week, Oliver? Yeah. You know, each week we like to, uh, you know, reflect on something positive in the film, maybe you know, something, something we actually enjoyed. Yeah. And again, most of the film. But um, if, I, if I've got a zero in. Yeah. <sighs> I'd like to do. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. I could, yeah. Just a small bit of, uh, of good character work. There's at the, at the party, which comes sort of in the third act of the film, uh, Mila Kunis's mother, Christine Baranski, is throwing a party at Mila's house. And Mila's saying, you know, this isn't on. I didn't authorise this. This is too much. I want a low-key Christmas. I want a laid-back Christmas. You've come in here. You've, you've got your hoity-toity friends. This is not the spirit I'm looking for. <laughs> and quite frankly, uh, I'm sick of you walking all over me. Uh, so she, so she's, she's saying this and uh, she's telling everyone to get out, you know, and there's a man who's uh, who's making sushi. You know, this is a classy affair and this man has sort of been preparing sushi and, and she says, get out. And uh, then my, my shining light was just the way he sort of then starts to delicately pack up his, his gear. <laughs> I, don't know, I, just, I just thought, you know, he, was, he didn't look like he was in too much of a rush. And because then she sort of comes back to him and she's like, yep, yep, take, take your plate. And, you know, he, he, he's... He's, you know, he's, he's just taking his time with it. He's, he's not hmm. possibly some expensive gear there. Hmm. And he's thinking, you know, I'm just going to put this away carefully. Hmm. I know you've, you're trying to rush me out here, but yeah, don't, don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, that guy is an oasis of calm. In the oasis. Pre- I said maybe. Yeah, it's probably enough of that. Tell me, Noel Gallagher and Liam Gallagher. Yeah, Liam more so. Yeah, not not good guys. But, uh, either way, you know. Come on, guys. What was your shining light? Pull then? your head in. What was your shining light? So my. Oh, so so sorry. That's disgusting. Yeah, not great. Maybe I'll cut that out. Probably not though. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder what it was that Jamie cut out. Wonder what what it was. You probably didn't. Um, Racial slur. But- Whoa, no, it wasn't that. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll now leave, don't I'll cut it out because so now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now there's speculation. Hey, um, what was your, oh, you've said it. Um, <laughs> um, your shining light. It gets increasingly hard. Um, you said you had one. Yeah, I loved it, the movie, um, but it's just like it's pinpointing it in my mind. Okay, so um, 
just before Kent and his wife Kiki get down and dirty, um, you know, romantically, um, he's in bed before her. Not down and dirty as in playing in mud? Nope! Oh. I thought that's what they meant. They didn't say down and dirty, though. You know what happens. Um, I I don't like mud anymore. No, neither. I don't like getting wet anymore either. At no. school, I was regularly wet. <laughs> I'd arrive on the bus like fully wet in my clothes, and it's just like now it's just so inconvenient. It's just like it, it really ruins my day if I'm wet. I don't like being dirty at all. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It depends on the vibe. Like if it's a specific like mudslide. Well, yeah. I, guess. I don't know. Yeah, but I like to know that then shortly after I can have a shower. Yeah, or go somewhere where it doesn't matter that you're a, a dirty old boy. I remember going on a uh, a hike as part of a school trip. Yeah, uh, in, in in year ten. I was with you. Uh, you were there, Oliver. Actually, yeah. Brothers in arms. Yeah, uh, and it was terrible weather, and we got so muddy. And then you know, and after that, we just had to stay in a, a hut in the in the forest. And yeah. Take off I, I just, all the clothes. I just wanted to. I just wanted to get clean. Yeah, yeah. That's yuck. That's yuck. Yeah. You got to spend the whole night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we a dirty night. night. So. That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a shining light. So they would, you know, you've brought mud into the equation. They might do that. They might have a pot of mud under the bed for one of their freaky little evenings. But basically, they're, they're just going to have a kiss. Um, and, and he's in the bed before her, and she comes in, and she goes. Your, br- your breath smells like grape soda. And he says, and I've never caught this line before because he kind of slurs it. It's one of the only times he does. He puts yeah. in a sort of flaw in his performance, Kent. And he goes, and what I've now deciphered that he said roughly, as Jamie very cruelly pointed out before, I don't know every fucking line in the film or even sort of how to describe the main thrust. Uh, just when I was trying to describe that scene, I totally botched it. All right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and he says, yeah, I had one or two bottles before bed. Yeah. What's that about? <laughs> it's just this image of him in bed alone, <laughs> fucking hurriedly drinking grape soda. Better finish these before my wife gets up here. <laughs> and not brushing his teeth, the dirty little right. vixen. <laughs> <laughs> what if... I mean, that's fucked. It's like, even if it's like a 600 ml bottle, that's so much grape yeah, soda. Right. And it's like, you've gone to bed. It's not a time for soda. This leads me to a question I have, actually. Yeah. What's in the cup? Grape soda. Easy. Yeah. In, fuck juice. Um, so, so, so. Sew your pants. Is that it? Have sew, you ever heard that? Sew your pants. Sometimes. Oh, really? If you say so a lot. Yeah, it's it's something my parents would say. So your pants. Yeah, it's a so, so, so your pants. And they say it. They they, they say it, yeah. And then you probably, you look down, you go, oh, no, thinking that your cock and two balls (laughs) were exposed. A small tailor has just unraveled my pants before me. And he's like, well, sew your pants, because, you know, they're coming under. Keep your pants sewn at all times. Coming under. The Sky Zone Catherine Hahn is Doing something What she done At Sky Zone Keith Hudson never stops Buying fennel from the shops (laughs) Keith Hudson, Keith Hudson (laughs) Things we haven't actually discussed Keith Hudson on this podcast So no one knows what that name means 
Kate Hudson plays. No, they know all, all, they know about all the actors in the film. They know Susan Sarandon, <laughs> Keith Hudson, Mila Kunis, Keith, Keith Hudson, Hudson, Christine Baranski, Keith Hudson, Keith Hudson, Keith Hudson, Keith Hudson. So Keith Hudson is, of course, the guy at the supermarket. Yeah. Um, yeah he buys some fennel. And yeah. uh, Catherine and Susan try to steal it. So that's about that. Whose turn is it to do this? I did Sky Zone last week. Yeah, so what the format is going to be, I do it this week. Yeah. You have to do it again next week okay. so we get back on track. And then I'll To the original order. Yeah. And then I think it's Alistair and then me. I think yeah. that's the usual order. It yeah, might because be. it goes in order of the, yeah. cou- the, the, the way that we sit on the Either way, it's me, but it has to be you next week to get it back. Fair juice. Hit us with it. Um, she discovered the dark secret at the heart of Sky Zone. Those trampolines, they don't work. They're not functioning <laughs> trampolines. They're just fucking painted on. It's just slabs of wood. People do bounce on them. Yeah. That bounce comes from an anti-gravity device in the centre of Sky Zone sure. that enables people to lift off the ground and land in perfect timing so they think that they've got functioning trampolines. Right. And you think, surely, trampolines are a lot a lot less expensive than an anti-gravity device. Well, you would think so, yeah. They've only bloody gone and captured it from an alien. Oh, fuck. Called Smindle <laughs> Havertick. <laughs> So Smindle Havertick <laughs> crash landed to Earth when? at 2007. Oh, okay. And duh, <laughs> keep up, honey. We all know. <laughs> we all know when we made first contact. Where were you when Smindle came down? <laughs> well, I'll tell you where Sky Zone was. Fucking snaffling him up for themselves. Jeez. They thought, oh, aliens have good tech. I've heard it on the news. <laughs> so they ferreted him away. They took him and they, they secreted him in the dark heart of secreted Sky Zone. Because they, I mean, you know, Sky Zone was already established by this point, but they, they had a big order of trampolines to make and they thought, oh, we're not going to make this these funds. So they thought, well, we don't have to buy any more trampolines. We can just do paint wood, as I said, yep. because now we've got anti-gravity. Bloody good. And so he's being tortured down there. Mm-hmm. And she she discovered him right because once she 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 bounced and she realised that that you know comparing that to the time of her actual trampoline at home, yeah. it was slightly longer. Uh, it wasn't the the right bounce, and hers is the exact same make of trampoline they claimed to have there. So she knew something was up, and she ventured into the dark, literal heart of Sky Zone, the beating heart at the centre of the living organism that is Sky Zone. And she saw this alien, and then all and then and then and then she tried to tell the world. And they silenced her. Oh, no. They said, shut up and put your money where your mouth is. That's what you get for waking up in Vegas. And she said, (laughs) that reference isn't relevant here. (laughs) And they said, fair dues, but you're still banned from Sky Zone. And that is why. My God. Incredible. Hey, thanks. Sensational. Speaking of incredible, Mm. Incredibles 2 is coming out soon. I know. In 13 days. Oh, fuck. A day after my birthday. And Mamma Mia 2. I'll be 22. Um, so, Mamma Mia 2 is going to be so weird because Christine Bransky is in this yeah, movie. Yeah. And it's like, for most of my life, I've known her as this colourful, bubbly character in Mamma Mia. And it's like, now it's going to be tainted by her presence. Mm. It's, it's, Bad Mums 2 eats into the heart of other films. Yeah, yeah. It's like, if this was the only film all these actors and directors and stuff ever did, if it could be somehow quarantined off from society, maybe we could go on and live our lives. But this has real ramifications. If, these are real people. If one of these actors ever appears in Star Wars, I will... Oh, shit. 
I mean, it- <laughs> it'll be no, it'll be genuinely bad. St- uh, f- yeah. for, for those not in the know, Star Wars is uh, my singular passion in life. Uh, and if if anything compromised that, say you know, seeing one of these actors, I realistically I don't think any of them ever would be in a Star Wars movie. But yeah, but I don't know. I, I feel like can't um, anything out. I guess Jay Hernandez could go in it. He is actually playing. Um, he's playing Magnum PI. What is what does the PI stand for? Penis idiot. <laughs> Oh, we had a good chat about that during the film. There's a lot of camaraderie during this watch, I feel. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd love Alison walking at that point (laughs) when I'm praising the bond that we had throughout the film. room, as Oliver says, a lot of camaraderie in this week. Yeah, and then referenced, you know, Magnum P.I. And he's, I don't know what you're talking about. I missed that conversation. Well, you know. Fair dues. Uh, so, so what we'll be doing is wrapping this one up relatively soon. Do you think so? Uh, no, maybe not. It, it feels like... Thing is, Oliver, if I could just get into some real-life admin here, which will thrill listeners, when's the next bus we could get home? Do you know? How about, here's the thing. You check, I'll talk. Okay. Oh, give me something to talk about. Let's give them something to talk <laughs> about. How about... Um, I'm drawing a blank. Um, <laughs> Shit. Um, is there anything that you, you know, this is your chance to show. This is a soapbox moment for you. I know, but it's, uh, I'm scared of moments when I'm left to talk by my own because if I just go to where my brain goes, that might be worrying. I need some sort of way to filter it. Uh, number I mean, 83 bus? Yeah, I need some sort of, you know, because what this is is just talking around talking. This is just me filling up air, sure. Um, you know, arguably better than silence. Oh, we did that last week. There's that was five, five we can get, actually. So what time is it now? It's... Um, Sorry, Alistair's actually messaging us. 505 is a good it's song four, by... It's 423. Okay. Good fine. good song by up-and-coming band Arctic Monkeys. What's Alistair saying? Alistair says, hey guys, how was the movie? Should I say we're mid-record? Yes. Unl- oh, there's a chance he'll fucking come in. Come in. People pronounce cumin like that. Yeah, it's fucked. Though. And I don't think they do it as a joke. How do you pronounce the word that's spelled T-U-R-M-E-R-I-C? Okay, how would you do it? Like turmeric? Yeah, I'd say turmeric. Uh, did, you did I, it I slightly know, different. I don't know if I, I kind of put a ch- like a, I kind of do a turmeric. Oh yeah, like, I run it together like turmeric. Yeah, almost like turmeric. But I know it's turmeric, but then turmeric seems wrong turmeric slightly. Seems that, that's true. Yeah. But where would the um that, that true? I don't know that, that sort of turmeric. And you said it so fast, it's like just whoop. Just, <laughs> it's not like turmeric because that would. I usually do say it quite fast, just so people won't. Discover my secret that I don't really know the proper way it's supposed to be said. Paprika. <laughs> Paprika. Come on. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I was to think oh, they won't know what you're talking about in America. They say okay. oregano. oregano and then uh, basil. We call it rock. We call it rocket here. Basil. Arugula. They say really. Yeah. Not, and not sometimes they call um, rocket such a cool, such a way cooler word though, isn't it? For, so, a, for a leaf. Sometimes they call What are you eating? Rocket. <laughs> yeah, I was so excited about Rocket before I had it because it's like people are like, oh, should we put some Rocket in that? It's like, fuck yes. <laughs> that sounds brilliant. It's a fairly standard leafy herb. Is it a herb? Uh, I don't even know. Yeah. No. No, because lettuces like, and, like and spinach, spinach, they're and not your herbs. Stuff, they're not herbs. It's, your, it's your leafy green. Yeah, it's your leafy green. Mate, have you got a leafy green in here? Because it's... 
<laughs> is a distinct scent of lettuce. Yeah. Did you want to maybe call it a day? No. Ah. I want to call it Keith Hudson. Yeah. No. Wait. Yeah. No. Yeah. We need to end on a better note. Okay. The note I decide to end it on is. Oh.